All right, we're rolling. It's time for another episode of Two Fat Guys and a Microphone. I'm Bart Nichols. I'm James Boyd. We have two special guest podcasters with us tonight, our beautiful wives. Holly Boyd. Holly Boyd. And Christine Nichols. And a scintillating topic that everyone's talking about that's going to raise your intelligence level by the time this is all over. We're going to talk about the Netflix limited series, Tiger King. Carol Baskin. That's all I got to (laughs) say. Holy God. That was seven hours of, of something. That was the best redneck train wreck I've ever seen in my entire life. And oh. there's no way that, that you could have scripted that or written that. Oh, and, and dripping with hubris. I mean, <laughs> sicking, sicking, bleh, sickening me with hubris. So, all right, let's get into it. Ladies, jump right in. Oh, man, it was just a shit show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was clearly a shit show. I mean, from every character, not even character, person that they introduced, it just got weirder and weirder. And I'm like, every time they brought someone new and I'm like, what is going on here? So, well, and I have a theory too, that if we weren't stuck inside with coronavirus restrictions, I don't think I would have given it the time of day, but I'm like, okay, I'm stuck inside. We've got the potential of catching something. I'll watch this instead. I thought that. I thought the the creators of the show are probably loving the fact that it came out during coronavirus time because it was an instant hit and everybody's talking about it. And now there's all those memes out there of Carol Baskin cards starting the coronavirus. Oh my gosh, my friend even posted today, she shared with me, they even have a crocheted Joe erotic doll that you can buy the pattern for and make... And make it all. <laughs> if that's I, not disturbing, I don't know. everybody wants a Joe Exotic. I, I expect one for Christmas. Right? <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, I know what I'm making everybody for Christmas. So, yeah, I mean, I remember when we kicked on Netflix. I don't know, it was just two weeks ago, I feel like, this when this came out. And it, it was, of course, blasted across Netflix on the banner when you open it up. And it said Tiger King and Tiger. I'm like, what is this crap? I don't need to watch this. And then... People started saying, oh, oh, you better check that out. So, yeah, I thought it was yeah. a joke. Yeah. I right? truly did, like, just by the banner of it. <gasps> I thought it was like a oh. comedy. Right? It was and hilarious. It was for all the wrong reasons. Yes. Yes. And yes. every time something changed on the screen, it was another level of what the fuck. Right. And it went from this guy who liked big cats and wanted to have a sanctuary to. You know, shooting blow up dolls that are supposed to be his 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 yeah, rival just, yeah. and you know, the people that he hired weren't the best characters, but they had good hearts and like you were pulling for him. And then Carol Baskin swooped in and then there was that crazy dude who thought he was God at that other place and it was like I, Oh yeah, yeah how yeah. can you doc oh, he, doc Yeah he Doc. He thought he was God. Oh, and it's he just did. like you couldn't script three better train wrecks coming together all at once. Well, no, it, it just was, um, yeah, every character or character, every person, again, like I said, that they brought in, I was just like, and you hear the backstories, right? Oh, I just started here as an intern or whatever for the summer, and 16 years later, I'm still here working 24 hours a day, seven, I'm like, what? 
<laughs> I'm so confused. Oh, and and two straight guys that marry oh. a gay guy. Whoa. I'm like, yeah. the whole discuss. seven hours, I'm like, start, start there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the what whole seven hours, I'm like, what's the attraction, you know? And I really didn't want to go down the road of like, well, he must have nice equipment, because then I was like, oh, shit, I don't want to think about that. Um, <laughs> but I, I couldn't figure that one out. Yeah, it did make me wonder about the current young husband. You know, what's his story and with with Joe erotic being in Zale. Right, yeah. right. And that was such a quick turnaround from his other husband, partner. Yeah. And he was kind of a predator in his own right. You know, if, if you look at somebody, if a man that age was picking up 19-year-old girls, you'd call him a creep. Mm-hmm. But he's picking up 19 and 20-year-old men and no but nobody said anything it was like whatever it's cool be gay but like if if it was flipped around he'd be like he's a he's a creeper stay away from little girls and right you you, you run right. from this guy but now but he's being case. celebrated for this and then i don't know i i think I, you can't tell me that it was because they liked guns there had to be something else there he was giving them drugs he was doing something. Well, he was there was something that was drugs. there that he was using as leverage against them to keep them in. To hold life. them in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's almost like everybody that was involved with that park came from a rough background and felt like they had a place among others like themselves, and then he basically took advantage of that and just you know worked them hard because I think. His place and Doc's place, for sure, and maybe even Carol's place, they didn't pay him a lot of money. Carol's oh, no. place, I don't think they paid him any money. No, she said it was all volunteer work. Oh, Carol's place, yeah, yeah it was all volunteers. Yeah, and it, it was like she kept saying, these animals shouldn't be kept in cages. She had the worst cage set up of all of them. Yeah, she... Yeah, there's something not right with her. Mm-mm. We'll get to her now. Have you guys yeah. seen her like rebuttal, though? Like I saw an article about it, and it was talking about the enclosures and about how... They only showed, supposedly on the, the show, that they only showed small amounts of her enclosures and that there was actually a lot more room than what they were portraying in, in the Lion King. Mm-hmm. keep calling it the Lion King. That's right. But it's <laughs> not. <laughs> nope. It wasn't Mufasa. That's Mufasa. Cinda wasn't yeah, there. Right? And we'll get to her because I was going to say, was she talking with her little flower halo? Because that I'm not what even the hell? What was that? We'll come back to that one in a minute, I guess. But oh my gosh. Yeah. But yeah, I just walked away from that. We just finished that, what, last night, I believe. Yeah. And I'm just like, just wow. I don't, yeah, I think they're all criminals. I think they Mm. should all be locked up. Well, the weird part for me was I never heard of this guy until the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And he's in the next state (laughs) over. He ran for president president. in 2016. He ran for governor and got 20% of the vote. You can buy his shirts. We looked it up. Which (laughs) they're they're fantastic. They are amazing. I'm thinking about just buying one just because it's quarantine. I can blame it on coronavirus. I have a shitty shirt. As soon as society opens back up, it'll be the worst decision we ever made. Oh my God. But for right now, that $18 seems like well worth it. Right? Oh my gosh. Oh, and everybody and their dog is photoshopping themselves on the picture of him. Him with the tiger, so they're putting their face on his face and their pet's face on the lion's face. 
It's oh awesome. Gosh. There was one where they superimposed Trump's face over his. Oh, <laughs> it fits. That's all I got. <laughs> it fits. Like, you look at it, you're like, yeah, I, I could totally see, I can see that. our the, president doing, looking like that. Yeah, yeah it's, the, it's his jail picture, you know, where his hair is all funky and then right. they put Trump's face in it. Well, the weird part is, if he wasn't in jail now, in this day and age, after the three and a half years that we've had Trump, nobody would give him the time of day about running for president because mm-hmm. it's completely fucking normal now yeah. to have that level of insanity and craziness out in the public eye. Yeah, I think as a native Kansan, I do owe an apology to all the Oklahomans out there and say that we are sorry that Joe Exotic came from Garden City, Kansas. <laughs> uh, we, we accept that one and we'll take that one for the collective team of the country. Oh, and we'll, we'll recall him and claim him. So Oklahomans, you're off the hook. He's not oh yours, gosh. he's ours. But yeah, I, yeah. And I can't recall, was there a, more of a backstory about Joe's upbringing that I just wondered that created? He said, he said, didn't he say created? his brother died? Okay. Yeah. And that was kind of the, 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 what started this whole thing okay. for him. And oh, that's right. I think they were super close or something. But there or? was something, like his dad was really homophobic. And told him never to come back or if he yeah, got okay. married. Like, there was, there was that. Okay. So, there was some trauma that he was well, trying yeah. to work out through baby tiger cubs. Being mm-hmm. a homosexual in the early 80s in Garden City, Kansas, there's probably not a harder spot to be a homosexual yeah. in, even today. Because yeah. that's just not... It's not what they do It's out not there. the demographic out yeah. there in western Kansas. So, yeah, he, yeah. he had a tough upbringing. Yeah. I just think that everybody that worked for him was brainwashed. Because they got, they got all like the ex- a cult or something. They got the expired meat from Walmart, and they were like digging through the expired meat never... and then eating it, and like trying to see what was good. Like that's like you should pay people a wage, or not have that many people on staff, or figure out a way to, you know, set the animals free in the wild if that was your original goal. Yeah, when they first started talking about that and the the life that those employees lived and how they lived in the trailers that had no running water and no facilities and things like that, you could tell that the people that worked for him probably came from difficult situations and were trying to better themselves, but... Were they actually bettering themselves? You know, I, I think they, they just got in with a group that understood them yeah, and weren't maybe. judgmental mm-hmm. and, and were probably more accepting than right normal society would be. But he didn't give them a hand up. You know, oh, didn't. no. I mean, that was like the one girl that, um, you know, she spoke out pretty loudly about. I think she started as an intern or she was scrolling through and it talked about i think the what was the yoga and and the baby tigers and be a part of this and then so she started doing this and then eight years later she finally left but she was the one that was open and saying oh i got like a hundred bucks i want to say even a week maybe but she just got lured in and then it, that's what fascinated me the most. Yeah, she was the one people... talking about the cockroaches and stuff. Yes, where, yes, where yes, yes. Lived, like, so I'm just again. We're stalled. Yeah. <laughs> so again, what makes people stay for that? That's what was puzzling to me. I mean, regardless of your, uh, you know, your past or whatever, wanting to fit. I mean, maybe that's the thing they wanted. They felt like they fit there. I don't know, but if I, I was living in those conditions, <sighs> even under worst, no. No. I, I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's certain people want things so desperately for some kind of normalcy that somebody comes along that's even remotely charismatic 
and they latch onto him. I mean, it, throughout the whole seven <laughs> hours, honestly, when I looked at Joe Exotic, what came to mind for me was Jim Jones. And, you know, the whole Jonestown yeah. thing. And I'm like, how does somebody get 900 people to just blanket commit suicide? Because they're that connected to that person. So I think a lot of that was there and evident with Joe in that they lived in those shitty conditions and they ate expired Walmart food and they were happy because they just wanted to be around Joe and wanted mm -hmm. to be around the big cats. <clears throat> Can we talk about the lady that got her arm bit off? Oh, <laughs> shit. Good one. Good one. I mean, what? Yeah, so I don't even know where to, how to start that dialogue. Go. I, don't, I think, I, yeah. Well, you know, Joe Exotic, all of a sudden he was wearing a medic's jacket. Right? He like, had a so he like, he like it was changed. the weirdest thing. And then went on scene and tried to get her all taken care of. And even though they blurted out, you could still see that it was a mangled wreck. Like, even what wasn't blurred out was just flopping around. So, you know, that's just, again, goes to show why you don't put your hand inside the cage <laughs> of a cat. Because yes, it'll I rip your body right. apart. Yeah. And then, like, going into the gift shop, I mean, like, you want a discount or your money back? Someone's arm just got ripped off. Like... <laughs> My my brain shut down for thirty seconds when he did. It's like just tell people to leave. Right. Don't 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 say that. I mean, but that's the redneck. Right. In mind. That was. But it just fascinated me there again. What was it that she? Because I remember Joe freaked out, saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm ruined financially. This is it because this incident has happened." And then fast forward, there she is, like forty eight hours later, sitting in the chair or whatever. Oh, which I didn't even understand that whole scene. I know, but like it was no big deal. Hey, but I, I am still here, and I'm loyal, and I'm hello. Why? I, I just lost I my arm. You didn't have health insurance, and the state of Oklahoma picked up the bill. Like, why are you loyal to this guy? Right? It didn't make sense. No. 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 But and this is a psychologist just. He's probably just, he or she would just love to be talking to all Pick these people. Pick that apart for your right? faces, kids. Like, <laughs> oh, there's a whole lot there. A whole lot of crazy. <laughs> but, but the, oh. to the other one is the guy that bought the zoo from Joe. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. And, Joe? And then, Joe or yes. Jeff. That, Jeff. 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 Douchebag. Oh. He's like 50 years old with a do-rag wearing affliction oh. shirts. Like, dude, Bro. you're not 17 and it's not 2007. Grow the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. he turned like, out to be quite a... But then um, how Joe throat thought throat that he mud. put something on his shoes and stuff to make the tigers attack him. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, what was they that? They were dragging his ass over there yeah. to have lunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. were, which is weird because, I mean, truly, you'd never seen the, them attack him before. Well, it's, it's amazing how powerful they are because they have, that cat had a hold of his foot and, and was dragging him, him like there was like no was weight at all. Doll. Yeah. yeah. And then the rest of them were, were stalking him as yes. he was walking. Like, okay. There was something there. But you know, again, Carol Baskin. Oh, yes, Carol. She was the one that said you would cover them with like sardine oil or whatever if you wanted the cat to eat them. She knows what happens to her husband. She, she Oh, does. yeah, let's talk. Let's she just does. dive yeah. into Miss so, Carol. Yes. Like, there was a scene in, I think, the second to last episode where they asked her about her husband. And she looked off camera, had that crooked smile in the corner of her mouth. Like, she didn't do it. I'm not saying she did it. She didn't physically kill him. But she, she knows what him. happened. Sure. She knows. And mm -hmm. it's a secret that she's gotten away with. And I guarantee you she's guilty of more crimes than we know oh. about. Oh. She's and crooked, the way, she's twisted. The way she treated his 
ex-wife and kids. kids? Oh. Yeah. And now she tries to portray herself as this saintly cat rescuer and her yeah. little videos she does all the time. Yeah, there's there's something seriously loose up in that head. Well, let's just talk about what she's wearing. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, you, you go to the halls of Woo! Congress and you're sitting there in Congress talking to, to senators and congressmen with... Nothing more than cheetah print pants oh, on. Like, and the shoes seriously, it's like 1976 called. They want their yeah. portable style back. What was up with all of them all having to wear cat prints all the way through? All of them. Good question. That dot guy, everybody that he worked with. I don't know, maybe that's, they have a corner market style. Like, I get it. You here. like cats, but really? But the, like, the lot of them to me is they're obsessive compulsive. I mean, it's an obsession to them to have these cats. But what was driving the the infighting between them? Obviously, they needed each other to get the cats and the attractions and and everything. But what was? I mean, did they? Was it just pride? Did they want bragging rights as who was best? I think who wanted to be the the king of them all. Well, they're all right. clearly narcissistic. Oh. So yeah, yeah. you know that just. They fed off of each other. But I mean, the lies you have to tell yourself to get to that point and still think you're doing something good and that you're benevolent in your actions. Like, if you wanted to save the cats, save the cats. Yeah, see, I, think, I like, feel... Send them to Asia and let them free. Exactly. Right. Let them eat wildebeest in Africa. Right. Like, that kind of thing. Because I feel it became not about the cats. Yeah. At all. Yeah. When at did all. it stop being about the cats? Cats! <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> Oh my gosh. But what's staggering is how many cats are in captivity in the United States. Right. Against how many are still left out there, which was like only like 4,000. Yeah. And there was... I think between 5 and 10? No. No, I was close to like 20. I think it was like 400 in the wild. And there were like up to... T- up Estimates of 10, yeah, up no, to 10,000 yeah, in captivity. Yeah, it was something crazy. Not right. But it's, just, um, it's, it's sad to me because yeah. those cats didn't look like they were having a good time. No. They were dirty. They were in small cages. You know, if you're going to do something like that and you can't... Do it with a purpose it's meant for. You know? But at the end, when he... I think he finally recognized that it had gotten out of control when he was talking about the, the chimpanzees and he's like, you know, they were in cages next to each other. Yeah. And then when he took them to the rescue and they found each other and embraced. Yeah. Like, I think at least he kind of got it at the end. But I don't know if they let him out of jail if he get it. All right. No. No, he, he'd go after Carol Baskin again. And oh, the first time around, that didn't work out too well. So did he try to have her killed? Do you all think he tried? I, mean, I don't know. That dude was... The, yeah, there was a whole lot going on. That was, it was I a felon like... on drugs right. and strip clubs. He wasn't really a trustworthy guy saying that he hired him to go down there and take out his rival. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, but if you're on a, I, an internet TV show and you are using live ammunition and you shoot a doll that is a representation of Carol Baskin, oh, trust me, you pretty much some, want to fucking kill her. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to deny that he's he's super shady and he has some other issues because I think he also got charged for something else, too, though. It wasn't just the Baskin Well, thing. killing tigers, apparently. That there were some tigers them, yes. that were buried out back. Um, I don't know. I think they're all shady, to be honest. I think that that Jeff guy and his little teardrop hitman dude and Joe got together and had a drug-induced conversation about 
off and Carol basked, and then they hung Joe oh, up and so they could get the zoo one. and move the zoo and the whole night. Right, right. Yeah, they, I think that he was in on it, but I think that they definitely pushed the onus and responsibility on him and were able to prove it. Mm. Yeah, the Jeff guy was a straight up con man. Yeah. Oh. Like, did they ever end up getting that zoo? That, that oh, I wonder if they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, I feel oh, like it's going to be followed. The Texas border. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he conned another guy in on, apparently, too. Yeah, and then he, the money ran out. So well, and he, the guy, Jeff, that Jeff guy didn't want to do any work. Oh, yeah, he, he, he just wanted everyone to be his bitch. Right. And he was like, well, you know, it is what it is. That's sure. It. You're just you're just a low life. You're just a loser. Yeah. And I mean, you're 52 you, and you wear affliction gear. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, he be, and he beats on women. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, yeah. total loser. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the he last... He went to jail for episode, beating his first wife. Right. And then I think it was in the last episode, he was sitting there with his expectant wife. And she's like, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, to have this kid or whatever. And then he's like, yeah, so you can get back to the gym. I'm like, oh, you are such a pig. You yeah. are a pig. Yeah. Well, and Doc's no better because yeah. oh. he had a harem of women. And the one that left that they were interviewing, she's like from Iowa. You know, he made her get breast implants, you know. Yeah. yeah. And she didn't want them, but she she wanted to hang out with tigers, I guess, right. you know. Oh. And, yeah, it's so jacked up. I know I just read, I don't know, a couple of days ago, maybe you guys saw that too, that because this came out, um, that more um, people have been calling in on potential leads or whatever for Carol, the whole Carol Baskin situation. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if more things start turning up and that starts bubbling again because people are like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I have some knowledge. So the, that episode where they talked about how her husband could have gotten away by flying under the radar. I had this really creepy dream that <laughs> night after watching it to where I was, I was in a plane and we were like, I don't remember who all was there, but I was in this plane and the pilot was there and we were flying somewhere. And all of a sudden we went down below the radar and I was like, I want to go home. Like you need to get, you need to fly. And they're like, no, 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 we're taking a pit stop. We're, we're, we're deviating. And I'm like, no, I want to go home. I want to see my family. Like I need to go home. And in my dream, I'm freaking out. Right. And so in my dream, they take me to Sochi, Russia to show me the Olympic Village. And they just drop me off. And they're like, yeah, we'll be back in like a week. It's like, but I want to go home. And they're like, no, we're here. And so all of that was because it was flying under the radar. <laughs> I ended up in Sochi, Russia in my dream to look at the Olympic Village. Okay, well, there's yeah. that. Oh, wow, so you're like Hopper from Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You ended the fuck up in Russia. And the next time we see you in the next scene in Siberia, James is breaking rocks on the railroad. <laughs> Okay, so I just looked up an article okay. and it says the JW Exotic Animal Park in Oklahoma is still scheduled to open this summer. Field trip. Road trip. Road trip. <laughs> oh. What did you guys do last we weekend? We should get the, the Joe Exotic <laughs> Church for, for Governor and wear, wear them. them. <laughs> that would be epic. Yeah. So it's supposed to... Oh, my. Yeah. Mm. I mean... The whole thing just takes me back to my basic philosophy that God didn't intend me to hang out with tigers or bears or alligators or big snakes. You know, I thought back like 15 years ago. Remember the dude that just thought he was in touch with the bears and oh, went to Alaska yeah. and started mm -hmm. hanging out and filming them? And he got fucking eaten. And, yeah. I'm, and people were like, oh, that's so tragic. I'm like, 
No, it's no, not. That was he fucking fake. was around bears and he got eaten. The bear was hungry and he was his dinner. Like, I don't know what. Yeah. You don't get there. Yeah. Nope. Not going to do Mm-mm. it. Nope. I don't even want to, I don't even want to hold one of the little baby tigers. Because you, you know what? I feel bad that they're, you know, they're, Split. it's like when, when you go to those puppy mills and you hear about those puppy mills. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. How do you feel about cage diving then? Because my husband, that is the number one thing on his bucket list. Oh, nope. Go nope. Dive. I'm going to cage dive with great whites. <laughs> my beautiful wife has told me, she's like, I'm going to stay at the hotel while you get eaten alive. That's fine. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get in the cage. I'm going to let the, the sharks swim around me and I'm going to get out of the cage. And that's then so that's awesome, it. James. That's I, it. I, I, Dude, I when I we went to do. Mexico for the first time, and we were going to swim with the dolphins. I managed to find this thing called when dolphins attack. And I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm getting in with those dolphins. <laughs> and she had to twist my arm like, you're not going to ruin this goddamn trip for me by not getting in with the dolphins. But I'm like, they're wild animals. You know? I got a hard enough time with my cat biting me. You know? Well, I mean, statistically, you're safer in a pot of dolphins than you are with any other <laughs> Thank you, marine James. animal. Thank you. Uh, I mean, bottling those dolphins kill great whites. Oh, they attack their gills and then they die. Orcas are nasty. They're cool to look at, but they'll, oh, they'll yeah. fuck you up. Oh, well, like stingrays. Remember what they did to Steve Irwin? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So on that very trip, on that, that was... on that very trip, we go snorkeling and they're taking you all around the coast and you're going to Mayan ruins and stuff. So we get into this one cove and everybody's getting off the back of the boat and I'm like, oh, screw it. I'm going to walk in front of the boat and jump off. I'm in the water two seconds and a huge fucking stingray swims by me. You've never seen a fat guy get onto a boat so fucking quick. And Chris is looking at me from the other end and she's like throwing her arms up like, what? And I'm like, Steve Irwin. She's like, what? True story. Yeah, the eyes and the mask were like, you know, it's awesome. I mean, I was hustling my ass back onto that boat because I did not want anything to do with that stingray yeah though oh. they're not nice they look nice but they're not and their mouths are on the bottom they have they're just weird animals no they're just trying to keep themselves safe i mean you know like the eyes are on top the mouth is like it's, it's <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, you know they attack because maybe we stepped on them or you know what i'm saying i mean typically i mean i'm sure there are some aggressive animals out there but you know, just leave them alone. Don't keep keep them in cages. Don't do this. Don't. I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. people. Yeah, <laughs> you, you do take some risk on it when you go into another large animal's habitat. Well, sure. Oh, like you're in their house. Guess their, what? Yeah. You're gonna be on their plate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, literally on their plate in a cage, floating with them, waiting for them to eat you. It's made out of steel. And oh yes, getting back to nope. that. Yes, that's the shark's house, and you're the food. <laughs> You know what? I will be one hell of a meal for them if they get a hold of my When I'm super hungry and then... things for a dog that you put the treat in? Oh, you my God. I know, I know. Oh, my gosh. And I know how I am when I want to eat something and I can't get the container open. I'll rip that motherfucker right up. I'll take a fucking hammer to it to get the food out. What do you think those sharks are thinking? Look, that's just... That's galvanized steel. I bet you I can get through that's it. That's a really big seal in that cage today. <laughs> Oh my god. I've always been fascinated with sharks. And so it's like they're yeah, like, like it. I hate snakes. I won't I won't no. fuck with snakes. If it, it they have those beady eyes, those those weird freaking heads, and then they don't have any legs, and it's just no. 
I'm all noped out on that. But sharks, I've just always been fascinated Shark with Shark week, man. Awesome. It's like my favorite oh. time of the year. Yeah. James just like fist pumps. Right? Shark week, shark right. week. Are we talking about the animal planet shark week? Okay. Yeah, like, well, no, I, it's a term. I was just getting some clarification. Like, so. Yeah, like, well, that that's the only shark week. Right. It's okay. the only one. Okay, so so the, the rest of them are copycats? Is that the rest of them don't count. They don't okay. count. Yeah, okay. Well, that's my clarification. Okay. Well, don't, like don't get up in my grill. are the real thing, and cheese nips don't even Not count. so much. Touche. Seriously, don't yeah. even, don't even no, go there. Can't tell the difference. What? No. I don't like either. <gasps> really? Uh, Have you tried the pepper jack Cheez-Its? No. They're pretty, they're pretty tasty. Wow, we're really Carol Baskins to Jesus. I know. Wow, we were, we were Carol Baskin ten minutes ago. We're wow, fucking Jesus. we're dialoguing on Cheez-Its now. We went from Carol Baskins to Stingrays to Sharks to Cheez-Its and Wow. That's disturbing. I don't know. People are gonna listen to this and they're like, You're fucking berating the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Tiger King and y'all are sitting here talking about sharks and Cheez-Its and Shark Week. Well, sharks are just the tigers of the sea. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, deep that is a deep thought. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I mean, we can stop. We can go back to Carol Baskin. I still think. Oh. She, I, I think she's guilty of sin. Well, they got that one theory that she had that big septic tank put in yeah. and killed him and put him in the ground and then put the septic tank on top of it. Well, I think she just likes control because, you know, that new husband of hers, the, oh. their wedding pictures, oh. like he was on a leash in a tiger costume. I, hell no, no. Like, no. There's no. something wrong with that dynamic. Oh, hell. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Halloween! You too, because you could totally be Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me tell you how that's going to play out. Yeah. That's a big no. You yeah. get to put Bart on a well, leash. You, know, yeah, you, well, you might, you might need to reserve your tiger costume now. They might be really popular after the tiger is true. out there. This I'm going to go, go as Joe been, Exotic. There's going to be a run on on tiger furry costumes right? here because oh of my gosh, Tiger the King and Joe Exotic. Um, but yeah, those pictures of her and her new husband, and then there's a couple of them that they they both have like the the lion head things hats on or whatever, yeah. or tiger hats. I'm like, oh my gosh, seriously! And the and again the flower headband. What is that? All? But I what don't I don't get the husband. Like, is he that gullible or is he just using? Like, is he that right. dumb? Sums up. What's going on with that? I don't know. Is she after? Is he after the money that he thinks she has? I don't know. Well, if he just does what she wants and does what she says, he's got access to it. True. And, yeah. And you know, for all we know, the the first husband, he could have faked his own death. If he had money offshore in different accounts that she didn't know about, and everybody that they interviewed said that they didn't know how much he was really worth. Mm-hmm. And so he could have had $20 million in a Costa Rican bank. Mm-hmm. And he could have just been like, I'm out. And just but by all accounts, he wanted to get away from her. But I don't, it didn't seem like he wanted to vanish from his children. Yeah. So. It, the whole thing's just suspicious. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. But it goes back to that whole thing. There's something about them that draws people in. Because when you look at Doc, he's got to be close to my age so he's probably 50 and he's overweight and he's got a ponytail that's really the only thing going for him and the soul patch and i'm like mm. oh lord is it that easy to attract people or is it just that they're gullible enough that they want to be around the cats and they're willing to put up with him people like that are good storytellers 
that they, they, they tell you this yeah, story was, yeah. that you can see yourself being a part of and that's where you get sucked in that's where you get brought into their their vision or their dream and then once you're in you're screwed like because you can't get away from the nightmare well you can't get the away nightmare. from the nightmare they, they weren't paying anybody anything so it's not like you could save up for a down payment on a house and move cross country and buy a home and settle in you have no really marketable skills other than I walk tigers for a living. <laughs> and like, I clean gauges. Yeah. You know, I fed tigers. I cleaned up after them and I walked them. I fed, like, there's only so many places you can go with that on your resume. So, you're kind of stuck. I mean, it is very cult-like, you know? So. Mm. Yeah, because that reminds me of the dude. What was his name? I don't know. He was the, the zookeeper. With the long hair? Oh! Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Oh. He, oh, yeah. And remember, I forget his backstory of how he's like, yeah, but he's giving me a chance. To your point, James, he said, well, he, but he's giving me a chance because I haven't had a very good, you know, he's shady. I think he was in jail or whatever. And yeah, because at the end of that, he was like, the interview, and he was totally fucked up. Yeah. Like oh, he had yeah. been smoking meth all morning. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he, there was bottles of alcohol, like vodka all yeah. around him. Yeah, and his little tiger. His pictures, like you could tiger. tell he was depressed. Yeah. And he, that oh. was his life. I mean, that was what he was. You know, it was, it was very hyped up, like Jerry Springer type, because <laughs> why would you interview the teardrop prison killer guy when he's in the fucking bathtub? Oh! What? I tried? <laughs> oh my Just like why would you why would you interview the girl who lost her arm and it looks like she's sitting in a junkyard and maybe that's where she lives and and I don't want to offend offend but you could have you could have said hey because what does she think people are gonna think of her when they're put in like that but the guy in the bathtub fucking creepy that was if I'd have been the the camera guy I'd be like uh uh. Oh. But it was, it, but he he was wearing shorts, and wasn't he? Didn't he have like a hat on or something, or a do rag or a bandana? So it was like, it was almost like they just told him, "Hey, why don't you get in the tub?" And he did, <laughs> and he didn't ask why. It's like there's there's something like weirdly staged about that like shot. It. Okay, so what are your theories about did Joe burn down his own? Oh yeah, yeah, the studio oh, and stuff. Oh, the studio thing, right? I that wouldn't was put big... it past him because he then at the end when Jeff was taken over, he put a bunch of shit in a pit like computers and files and stuff and just burned it up. Yeah. yeah, but that first guy, the one that like started the intro to the the very first episode, the reality the, TV the, guy, the, yeah, the yeah, 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 and all that of his sh- all the way through, like. I felt so bad for him. He was like the only normal oh. one of the group that had his shit together and then lost everything. But the yeah, the years haven't been kind to him. <laughs> he looked like he was worn the fuck out when he was being interviewed for this thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, he said he had a breakdown over it all. So. Well, I mean, and but that was that was his fault for not backing up your shit. Right. Like you backed well, that right, shit up. Well, right, which makes it interesting too. So. Right. I mean, you know, him being a producer. All- his whole life. But the timing of the the fire to that building was right after Joe Exotic found out that he didn't own any of the rights of any of the internet broadcasts or the reality TV right. show because that was what was in the contract. And so I think you just had somebody who who was on the verge of a breakdown got pissed and said, If if I can't have it, no one can. And I don't think at that point I don't think he, he cared for the animals at all. I think his care think for the animals was gone. so far removed from right. what he did. I mean, the dude had a, a ridiculous work ethic, though. 
Like that work ethic. Yeah. He was always doing something. He was always up. I mean, he was promoting himself. Right. Like he worked hard, but I think right. I, I think yeah. he I think he got pissed that he didn't own any of that material mm-hmm. and that he wasn't gonna get the payday he thought he was on the right. reality TV show. Right. Torch that place. And I think his so work ethic fed his addiction to have people see him and in his mind admire him. Yeah. You know. Why would you knowingly run for governor and you know you're not going to win? He didn't and you just do, you're just out there doing it so hard. It's, it's because he He's wanted a people to see him. He yeah. A, yeah. He's a showman. He didn't know what a libertarian was and ran as a libertarian oh candidate. His campaign manager, who was the most sane of all of them, sold ammunition at oh, Walmart geez. before he was right. his campaign manager. I mean, like, again, you can't write this stuff. No. Mm-mm. Like yeah. there are guys in Hollywood smoking tons of weed, trying to come up, trying with, to the come next, up with this, the next best is. script, the and they yard. couldn't come close to this. Yeah. No. And that guy, the campaign manager, he did. He seemed the most normal of them all. But then somehow he became like a supporter of Joe through, yes. which was really weird. Oh, yeah. So even after he was in prison, he was like, oh, well, you know, but, yeah, yeah, it was like he was sad for him, and yes. there was all this sympathy, and it was that but was bizarre too. He saw. The husband kill himself because he was. Yeah, oh, that's that, right. He said oh. we just can't shoot without a, a mag right. in it. Which anybody knows if there's if there's a bullet in a chamber with a firing pin, it can fire without a mag. And so, you know, but right, that Travis. it makes me wonder though because they also set up to that point that that young guy I forgot his name, but that mm-hmm. that really young dude wasn't happy and he was trying to go to the strip clubs and trying to go out and he was basically a prisoner, prisoner. yeah that's what so were maybe saying, yeah. that this was is, just like a break I'm, that he yeah. had and he just didn't care and out. he just yeah, went nuts and yeah i mean sure. didn't well, see a way out he was clearly taking a lot of drugs at the time but his mom worked there too which yeah, that was, was a weird really relationship weird. right because well, after he passed away you know they interviewed her a lot and i'm just like well, she was How at the wedding know? two months later she's of the, the other, other guy. Yeah, and she was his... clearly tweaking, though, at oh. the funeral, at the yeah, wedding, yeah. She was at the interview. Yeah. She was yeah. like... But, I mean, you know, Joe Exotic saying he had nice little golden nuggets in his, in his eulogy in front of his mom. Yeah, let's like, talk about the me, singing. Like, yeah. What? Of all the things what? that could have lost me oh. in this thing, that, yeah. that was the and moment where I was like, I'm done. You guys can say a lot about me in my eulogy, but don't fucking say that. Okay, it's just it's it's. And he's sitting there with that preacher collar on, yeah. and just yeah, that again, was... like a costume change. Yeah. It was oh, weird. Yeah. it was all that's what yeah. he's all about. So. Um, and then I thought that hearing a um, you know his mom and dad, or his mom for sure, you know she had been signing everything that Joe put in front of him, and then it was the whole sad story of how she's, you know Joe, you know they've lost everything, they don't have anything, and then they were on TV, you know basically. Pleading, it's not our fault, you know, crowdfund me or whatever. Remember, she was just devastated yeah, by it. Carol like, Baskin. Yeah, I just, Carol Baskin. We haven't even touched base on Joe Exotic's singing career, which oh, I, I, just, I just read that it was bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was lip syncing the whole time. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, did you really think that was his voice coming out of there? Yeah. With that really weird, creepy little body? So he was the Millie Vanilli of (laughs) (laughs) gay Oklahoma cat owners. (laughs) The '80s called. They want their Millie Vanilli reference back. Everything was about about the cats, though. I I just it's like if you're gonna do that, picks 
something a little bit more broad and diverse. My Carol Baskin. He should have been writing an entire album based on Carol, Carol Baskin. Baskin. Why do you think he was so obsessed with her? I think he was jealous. Because yeah. she had the funding that yeah. he wanted. Yeah, she she had the social media yep, presence. Big she, time. You know, mm -hmm. she was she was saying she was getting twenty five and thirty grand a, a month from Facebook and ad revenue. You know, he wanted all that, and I think he thought it was unfair that she had it. And then, and then he went. Down. The way for him to go just ape shit baddie was just she killed her husband. So yeah, I, I mean it's, I don't know her husband. That's just what what happened to him. It's like, where's Jimmy Hoffa? Right. Oh, yeah. Where's exactly. Kyle's husband? Exactly. Oh, you know, did the mob take him out too? Who knows? Well, honestly, he likely was fed to well, some yeah. tigers and lions. She, she straight up said, the way to get a tiger to eat somebody is rub sardine oil on them. Uh, I wouldn't put it past me if that happened. And those animals, they're not going to let the bones sit. They're going to chew on the bones. It's oh, yeah. like when you give your dog a bone or a rawhide from the store, there's nothing left when that animal's done with it. I bet those cats pick the bones clean and then they probably just shoot on them. God, I hope she was nice enough to do him in before she fed him to the... Because that's just mean. Yeah. I don't know. She... <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's just mean. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, that's one way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you better mind your P's and Q's, Q's and P's. You're going to feed me to the cat we own? Yeah, right. <laughs> She's such a ferocious beast. Yeah, right? <laughs> Shit. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, wow, just when you think life can't get any crazier, there comes the Tiger King. I know, and we have so much more time with our stay-at-home order. I don't think anything's going to fucking top that. So now I'm on a quest on Netflix. I'm trying to look through and find like the most fucked up documentary yeah. that I can run across. There's so yeah. much stuff out there, though. You you can you can stumble across something. Probably not that good, but you can. Find <laughs> yeah. Have you guys started watching Devs? Have you seen that yet? Uh -uh. It's on Hulu. It's an FX original. Hmm. It's got what's his name from Parks and Rec in it. Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Mm. Whatever his real name is. Is that Nick Offerman? Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah, it's pretty. It's good. a little off. It's a little out there, but it's filling the gap. Yeah, it is a good, good segue to. But it's no joke. Team. You know what I did it's watch? No joke, <laughs> You know what I did watch? Um, there's a Mel Gibson movie that was done recently, and it's called Bloodfather, and it was it was pretty good on Netflix. Was it before or after he hated Jews? Uh, way after. Way after. It was recently. <laughs> Recently, because there's two, there's two very definitive Mel Gibson genres, oh. pre Jew hating and post Jew hating. But he's like he's like one of those really ultra ultra Catholics. I think he's got like a gaggle of kids because you know the Pope says you got to do it, you got to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <we> <laughs> coming from a household <laughs> of a gaggle of Catholic kids, I can attest to that. <laughs> Pope says you got to do it. You got to do it. That's Make them were, kids. There were five in my dad's family growing up. Yeah. And just Roman Catholic family from New Orleans. They pushed them out really good. I mean, in New Orleans and Louisiana, they have parishes, not counties. I mean, that's how Catholic the state is. You know? Awesome. Um, we're starting Ozark. People told us that was good. Yes. Strap in. 
Yeah, only for the first episode, and I'll be honest, I was on my phone the whole first episode. Oh, no, no. You know, it's kind of like when I started True Detective Season 1. I watched, like, the first two episodes, and I could not get hooked, and I put it down for two years, and then came back to it, and I got into the third episode, and it was like, pew, it was off and running, and I couldn't put it down. Ozark's the same way. Yeah, okay. We gave ourselves a five-episode limit just to see how it evolves. You'll be locked in. It was like Breaking Bad, and some people still, I just can't, I I couldn't get into Breaking Bad. Like, I get it, he's got cancer, he's going to sell meth, and he's going to take over the world, but... It just, I couldn't, I couldn't get hooked on that show. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, I just wish they'd bring back Handmaid's Tale while we're all sitting at home. Oh, wouldn't that be excellent? Oh, I think we all should just start referring to this as Gilead. Yes, that leads into a whole other topic. Blessed be Mr. the fruit. <laughs> Made under, a little open. Under his eye. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's a whole nother well, bag. Knows, that's, what, that's what Pence wants. He wants a Gilead. My ass will be hanging on the wall yeah. probably the first week. Sounds and Chris here will be a Martha. Hey man, <laughs> I get to be Martha too. I've yeah. already figured out my role. I'm a Martha. Oh. I'll probably be on the wall. I, I couldn't keep my shit together to, to, to play nice. <laughs> we can go I'd be like, yeah, you want me to do what? No, I'm not driving you there. No. Okay, <laughs> wall. Would it be a fitting end to our relationship that we ended up on the wall <laughs> in Gilead? Because <laughs> everybody's going to look at us and go, those fuckers spent too much time together. It wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> they had a podcast. <laughs> they had a podcast. <laughs> it was subversive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I mean, I kind of quasi had Gilead as a kid. It was called Catholic school. Um, so the nuns were the commanders. But if you're in the Catholic system and you get out of it and see it for what it is, it's it's just not good. I don't know how many so many people are brainwashed by the Pope. It's just, anyway, that's a whole other That's a whole other topic. This yeah. is the episode where our subscriptions tanked. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well. Oh, well. It was we fun told, while it lasted, folks. That's right. We told you we were going to talk about whatever we want, fuckers. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, uh, so, <sighs> quarantine. I'm starting to get to me. I'm going a little yeah. batshit. Yeah. 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 It's, this has been kind of a tougher week. Yeah. Because it's just, you know, yes, you're working from home, and everybody's like, oh, that would be the greatest thing in the world. But then... You're here, and you know you can't really go out and do anything else. So it's like, I walk from my bed and go downstairs. I'm in my workspace now. And my workspace happens to be in my living room with my living space. So it's just, there's, it's like every day is just running into the next day. It's very interesting to say, I mean, yeah, yeah when you step back and really think about how this has just changed everything, and yet... It, it, and on the, on the back side of this, I keep saying the word interesting, but it will be to see what changes. And I'm hoping some things for the better. Um, I'm not sure what that is exactly, but I feel like, you know, just taking maybe better care of things. You know, like you hear, you're hearing all the stories. I think, I think there was one in India that posted the pollution. There's a picture of with people on a day-to-day basis. And then now that everyone's staying in home... How clear it is. So it's just mm-hmm. a fascinating how things are changing by our footprint, if you will, of being less out. 
But we need to get out because otherwise I'm going to just go bonkers. Yeah. But, on um, Tuesday when it was so nice, the Shawnee Mission Park oh, was choked with people. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just like, oh my God, I want to be outside. And one older guy, he literally just had a chair and he was sitting in the park just staring just... up at the sky and soaking up the sun. I'm like, you have the best seat in the house. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I had my wife walk me this week. Oh, yeah, we've been so walking the James. Yes. Walk in the James. <laughs> walk the hoodie because I get stir crazy. So yeah. she went on a mile and a half walk with he me the other day. He talks and he's, you know, he's so animated. So his arms are flailing oh, and he's, look at you know, just cruising and it's it's good for him. It is yeah. good. It is I've good noticed good. though that as the week has progressed this week, you you shut the door to the bedroom more and you, you stay up there for long periods of time. And I'm not really sure if it's because... You're super busy with your shit, or you're just like, I have to separate myself from him, even if for a little bit. It's because you're supposed to shower. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even in a quarantine. Yeah. If I've done anything right, it's that I get up every morning at the same time and take a shower and shave and come down here and eat my breakfast, and I'm on my computer between 7 30 and 8. That hasn't changed at all. Yeah. Because I think if I just kind of schlepped down here in a pair of sweatpants and started my day, yeah, I probably wouldn't have showered for half days. Ew. <laughs> You'd be sleeping in the basement. Yeah, right. So go down there with the cat. Is it bad that I shower, but then I put back, like, I put on a clean pair of very stretchy pants? Nope. Nothing wrong with that at all, girl. Mm-hmm. I'm very clean. Nope. But damn, nope. am I comfy. Yeah, no, I, I rotate. <laughs> Around. You know what I have learned from this whole thing? My office chair is fucking filthy, and I never knew it. Really? And I've been home two weeks now, and I still haven't cleaned it. Because <laughs> one night, Christine's looking at it, and she's like, Dude, I mean, those do you have any there? idea how it? dirty it is underneath there? I'm like, well, I kind of inherited it two years ago, so I'm not sure. I'm like, that's excellent. I don't even know where <laughs> <laughs> so that's still on my like, list of shit to do is to clean my chair nasty uh, but yeah. my setup's not too bad no yeah. no I think we're all everyone's figuring it out and um, it's just it's just kind of a unique thing I who would have thought that we would be dealing with this no one oh strange, like stranger tell, than fiction like I tell Bart I'm like yeah this is a blip on our our world at the moment but i think back to those families way back during the war times i mean this went on for years yeah yeah you know now granted they didn't know they didn't have what we have now and the ability to do the things that we do it's just a different time and whatnot but still i mean they were all just striving to stay alive and and um you know so we've been locked up for a couple weeks yeah is it inconvenient yeah but this too shall pass Right, one day at a time, and uh, I don't know. If it happened twenty years ago, though, we'd all be at oh. each other's throats. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. Having, I mean, I don't know how we would survive the technology. There'd be multiple and... hostage crises yeah. oh, yeah. going on. Right. Yeah. Gun yeah. purchases have gone up like three hundred percent, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so it's some scary. people are are I think on the verge of losing their shit and just yeah. starting. Well, I nuts. have concerns because I mean I think we all read and heard you know that how much uh, the unemployment just jumped up the other day. Um, so yeah, this keeps going on for a long time and people are probably going to start snapping. Um, especially those that are unfortunately not, um, employed at the moment. Um, Well, and all the dominoes that will fall, you know, there are people that are asking, you know, 
their their landlords to not charge them rent while those people have mortgages to pay on their right. those homes or those apartment complexes. So it's just so are the banks not then going to charge them their mortgages right. for months? And then that I mean it all it's just, it, yeah it it's all good. goes around. And if if one of those dominoes fall, it the falls. economy goes. And so yeah, I mean six point six million jobless claims last week. And there were like three and a half million the week before. I know. And they were like, holy yeah. mackerel, we couldn't possibly break the old record of like 600,000. So they were just amazed it was three million and it's twice as much this week. We so, have to figure yeah. like probably 25% of the people in the workforce work directly in service industries where they're hourly or tipped. Right. You know, they, they're people that are working at cell phone stores. They're people that are working at restaurants. The retail, the restaurants. Barbers, right? right? Yeah. And those are cash businesses for the most part. Those right. people... If they're not at work, they ain't got money. Yeah, and, it's, and, that, even, it's, it's and even, with the, even with the stimulus package, there's going to be a lot of businesses that don't come back from this. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Well, I was telling James, I talked to my mother yesterday, and she's down on the Lake of the Ozarks, and she said that in Camden County that there's several cases, and it's because some owner of a bar had a bar oh. crawl right as the coronavirus was no. breaking out, and so... A bunch of people showed up, and now there's several cases of it down there because of that. But in reality, the truth is, they probably saw the financial ruin that was going about to hit them, and they thought, you know, if we could pull off one more of these before it all shuts down, we'll uh, be able to keep our doors open some a little bit longer. that, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. people are doing what they have to to survive. Survive, right. And then she was also saying that, that the Walmarts down there are hiring like crazy because people are just not showing up. Well, that's bad on Walmart. They don't pay their people. They don't take care of their people. So if they can collect unemployment and they can get that extra however much that's on top yeah, of the unemployment $600 right now, on top of the maximum. Why would you put yourself in harm's way for Walmart? Why would you be loyal to Walmart? Yeah, I mean, if you're making $24,000 a year at Walmart and going on unemployment with a federal stimulus can give you the equivalent of fifty two grand a year, that's doubling your pay. And you don't have to work. And you have all the federal protections for unemployed work. I mean... You know, some there are people in that position. There are a lot of people right. who will still be taking a pay cut, but it's like, right. you know, no, yeah, but you know, big companies like that—they're the ones that I think will do things differently because they'll see that how they did it thirty-five, forty years ago just it's doesn't. Gonna, it no. does. It's not feasible any longer. So. Well, and I read an article the other day that this there's going to be a big problem if the baby boomers do not come back to their jobs because there's some of them probably close to 60, they're probably like, eh, I could probably make it without it. So there's a large portion of the workforce that may not come back. Yeah. Mm. And there's a skills gap and a knowledge gap between generations mm-hmm. there too. And there's a, so. It's us Gen Xers that'll survive. But today... We're adaptable. <laughs> not you millennial types over there, James Boyd. They can always you know open a big cat place. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That is all I'm saying. <laughs> call, call it two if, fat guys in a tiger cage. That's right. <laughs> somebody's somebody's going to get eaten. Somebody, yeah. Oh yeah. I ain't putting my arm in that damn cage, and Carol Baskin stays away. I don't want her anywhere near my. To, my a, ti- to a tiger, I look like Golden Corral, for God's sake. It's like all you can eat buffet, and they're like, I couldn't possibly finish him. Are you the one that they always watch, like when you're at the zoo and you walk by the big cats? So they, they're just tracking you to see if you're going to come close right. enough. Yeah. The slow one that 
thinks he can go in and pet the tigers. You're the injured gazelle. I am. I am. Because then when it all goes bad and I try to run, I'll hit that one point on my bad knee and I'll just go down like you see those gazelles where their face hits the ground and kind of skids and the fucking lions are on top of them. And that's how I'm going to go out. They'll just be a pair of old man keen sandals on the ground. (laughs) That'll be all that's left to me. Sandals with socks in them. There's some tattered and torn clothing and a, and a skeleton somewhere in the And Chris will move to and South a very Carolina and move in with Doc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Put your leopard print on and yeah. move with Doc. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. Mm. You never know. Wow. She might be plotting it right now. <laughs> I am. Better be careful. Getting ideas from the, from the Tiger King. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. If I'm not on the next episode, you knew that I'm in some big cat sanctuary. I'm just, well, I'll be shit on the ground. So <laughs> my dad always told me I wouldn't amount to shit and I'll be able to go, look, I did. <laughs> oh my God. Well, anyway, on that disappointing note, we're going to end our <laughs> podcast today. We would like to thank our beautiful wives for joining yes. us to talk about thank you. the thank you. amazing, amazing redneck trainer. You're welcome. King. Anytime that you want to lower your IQ, you can come hang out with us. Oh, dear. They, they are definitely the brains of this operation. Oh, for sure. Bart and I couldn't figure out how to... <laughs> Had to walk straight every day if it wasn't for our beautiful wives. Oh, that's so nice. You're so full of crap. <laughs> I love you. You're beautiful. Peace. And on that note, season, season one, episode four of Two, Two Fat Guys and a Microphone.